It's time for the Back to the Book broadcast with Brother Jimmy Ruckman. You can send all correspondence to Brother Jimmy Ruckman, 1621 Six Mile Cemetery Road, Maryville, Tennessee, 37803, or email backtothebookbroadcast at gmail.com. The Back to the Book broadcast is a ministry of the Ridgeview Baptist Church in Walland, Tennessee. You can visit the church website at rbcwalland.org. And now the broadcast. Well, once again, I'd like to thank you for tuning in to Back to the Book. I'd like to say a Happy New Year to you. Um, I hope 2020 was um, a decent year, spiritually at least, for you. Um, I know this 2020 has had its share of issues, and who knows what 2021 will hold for us. But uh, I was thinking uh, the other night, um, of course I'm recording this New Year's Day or whatever, but uh, I was thinking the other night... On there are more souls that must be won in 2021. Just you know, kind of trying to come up with a few different phrases. But really, what I'd like to be is I'd like to be more focused on the one in 2021. And I hope and pray that that would be part of your goals for this new year. Um, please take your Bibles if you would and turn to Psalms in chapter 12. Psalms in chapter 12. I want to preach on this thought: Where are the godly men? Where are the godly men? And then later on as we, we get into it, I'll look at how we can still stay godly, stay right, stay faithful and true to God in these times that we are living in. Um, giving you qu- kind of quickly a context of the chapter before we get into it, um, from what I have read, if if these commentators are correct that I have read after, most seem to agree that this is a psalm written while David is in the courts of King Saul. Um, let's go ahead and read this this chapter, and then we'll get into um, where, where I want to head for this morning. The Bible says this, Help, Lord, for the godly man ceaseth, for the faithful fail from among the children of men. They speak vanity one with his neighbor. With flattering lips and with a double heart do they speak. The Lord shall cut off all flattering lips, and the tongue that speaketh proud things, who have said, With our tongue will we prevail. Our lips are our own. Who is Lord over us? For the oppression of the poor, for the sighing of the needy, now will I arise, saith the Lord, I will set him in safety from him that puffeth at him. The words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord. Thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. The wicked walk on every side when the vilest men are exalted. We're going to stop reading right there. Let's go ahead and pray real quickly before we get in to where we want to go this morning. Heavenly Father, I thank you for another opportunity to preach your word. And Lord, I know that I desperately need your help. Just as much as I guess really we all do, but I surely cannot preach without you. As that song says, all is vain unless the Spirit of the Holy One comes down. And Lord, I know that if you don't touch my my attempt at preaching, Lord, if you don't help me as I try to get across to your word, to the listeners, I know that nothing of any spiritual value can be accomplished by it. Lord, I pray you'd help challenge our hearts as you've been challenging mine from this text. Lord, help us to get our minds and our focus on you and to be going on for you with all that we've got, Lord, in this new year. 
Lord, may we bring honor and glory to you. May we serve you more. May we grow more for you in this new year. And we'll thank you and we'll praise you for what you'll do and for how you'll bless. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Alrighty. So we, we come into this psalm. We find, really I'm kind of coming out of ch uh, verse 1 especially. That's where my thought comes from. And where David says, Help, Lord, for the godly man ceaseth. For the faithful fail from among the children of men. We come into this, David here, if, if they are correct, as I said, David's here in the courts uh, of King Saul, but I think he finds himself at a place where there's not a lot of like-minded individuals. We know from the scripture that David was a man after God's own heart. David had a heart for God. David had a desire to please God. David had a desire to live for God. Now, he did mess up. Nobody's beyond that. But especially at this point, David's still young, I believe. David is wanting to go on with God. David is wanting to give his best. David's wanting to serve God. He finds himself in the midst of a people that claim to be spiritual anyway. I would say that they all were Jews. But we find his plea is quite interesting here. Now, we do know we're somewhat transitioning. You have came from the, the period of the judges, where the Bible says, Every man did that which was right in his own eyes. And now we move to where the people want a king over them. They do not want the Lord reigning over them anymore. And Samuel finally gives them a king. And the Lord picks out Saul and gives them Saul to be their king. But I think there's maybe somewhat of that um, that philosophy prevailing throughout the that day where men still did largely that which was right in their eyes. And I think David finds himself in a alone, or mostly alone, in a group of individuals that were not godly. They had no desire to go on for God. They did not want to serve God. Rather, they were there for themselves. They're trying to make their own gain, whatever it is they were there for. And here, David is giving a plea to God, saying, Help, Lord, for the godly man ceaseth. Now, he's not complaining, as some would, but rather he is he's giving a plea to God. He sees something that concerns him, that in his generation, in his time, he is in this group of people, and the more he looks, the less he sees of godly men coming on the scene. Now, this morning as I preach, I... I'm not just applying this to men in general. I believe what I have, what God has to say from the Word of God applies not just to men, but to women as well, at least the majority of it. And I, I believe we find ourselves very much in a very similar time that David found himself in. We look around and godliness, true godliness, seems to be almost non-existent anymore. It's as if people aren't looking to serve God. Rather, they're living for themselves, living to do what they want. There is a lack of godliness, especially a lack of godly men and women and children today. And there are some reasons for that. 
I reckon we could say a lot of it maybe stems, first of all, from a lack of preaching in the pulpit on things that preachers have largely allowed themselves to be silenced and quit preaching what God says and tried to just please the world. But I believe we can say inside the church and outside the church, we largely find ourselves in this place. Where those of us that do want to serve God and those of us that do want to please God, we look around and as we see the next generation coming on and we see a lot of the older generation passing on and finally getting to go home, we, we see that there is a lack of godly men and women coming on the scene. There is a lack of true spirituality in the church. It seems like people are giving up ground left and right and letting down their convictions and, and giving in to what the world has, compromising, dropping standards that the Bible teaches, no longer preaching against holiness, no longer preaching against things like alcohol and pornography and other things like that. You know those subjects are hardly touched on anymore. A lot of churches now are beginning to condone the use of alcoholic beverages and the Bible is very clear on that that God hates strong drink and if you've never studied that before I can assure you that the strong drink of the word of God is much weaker than anything any alcoholic beverage we have available on the market today God hates strong drink I'm just let me just say that in passing. But we see things like that, those issues being given up. We see people throwing out the Word of God and saying, you know, you can take any version that you want. While those of us that are true Bible students, we, we understand that, that God wrote one Bible for us. And that Satan, every time he can, he takes what God has done and he tries to, to just confuse everyone by putting as much into the market, so to speak, as he can. And that's what all that's happened. We've got so many different Bible versions today, all with different changes, different variations, different things taken out. Why is that? Because Satan is there trying to dumb the people down to what God really has to say, trying to confuse the multitudes on what really is the Word of God, trying to still cast doubt in God's people's hearts. And I believe that this is exactly where we find ourselves today. In the midst of a very ungodly generation, in the midst of a people that do not wish to serve God, we live in a nation that has turned its back on God, largely, and if God does not intervene, it will continue to go the direction we have been going, towards socialism, towards communism, towards haters of God. The world never has loved God. The world has never been on the side of the church. And we've seen that in the past year very clearly in places such as California where they will not allow the church to meet without punishing them all due supposedly to coronavirus restrictions. They never had any constitutional right to restrict the church from meeting. They didn't have any right or authority whatsoever to restrict people to their homes either but they've done it but they've used this pandemic if you want to call it that whatever you want to call it they've used this they've used fear 
to try to begin to control the church and to control God's people and to push them back to keep them from serving God. And they've, they've upped their attack on God's church. And let me say this, it's not going to get any better. If you look down at verse 8 of our text, it says, The wicked walk on every side when the vilest men are exalted. And I can say this, I am not getting political one bit. I am going scriptural and factual. But if the current trend of our nation does not stop, we are seeing more and more vile and wicked people put in places of leadership. And I can promise you by the word of God that the more that that happens, the worse off our nation is going to get. The more wickedness will be exalted and the more oppressed God's people will be. And if we don't now determine that we are going to serve God with all that we have, if we don't now make up our minds to be some godly men and women to be that those people, the, the next generation that will grab the baton from those godly men that held it the past generation, if we would just determine to take on that baton and to press on for God, to give Him our best, to, to serve Him with all our might, if we don't decide to do that now, we may not ever reach that point because we are quickly coming to where things have to reach ahead to where things have to something's got to give somewhere or another and if God does not intervene I think the church may end up being more and more persecuted just like our brothers and sisters across the world already are we've been blessed by God not to have to deal with that but sadly a lot of us have been lulled to sleep and allowed <coughs> pardon me allowed the material things of the world allowed the worldliness and the ungodliness to dull us and desensitize us to what we ought to be. We need some godly men and women coming on the scene. If the Lord will help me, that's what I want to preach on for this week. Help, Lord, for the godly man ceaseth. Where is the godliness? Where is the desire to serve God? And how can we stand in the midst of an ungodly world? The Lord will help us. That is what we'll look on this week. You've been listening to the Back to the Book broadcast with Brother Jimmy Ruckman. You can send all correspondence to Brother Jimmy Ruckman, 1621 Six Mile Cemetery Road, Maryville, Tennessee, 37803, or email Back to the Book Broadcast at gmail.com. The Back to the Book broadcast is a ministry of the Ridgeview Baptist Church in Wallen, Tennessee. You can visit the church website at rbcwalland.org.